If you're like us, you've dreamt of building your own business empire and the freedom it can bring you. But with hidden challenges along the way, it forces us to answer the hard questions like, how do we grow a real company without taking on debt? Or how can we get leads and buyers when there's so much competition out there? That's why tens of thousands of people have joined OneFunnelAway.com to get those questions answered. And now they're walking a new path of entrepreneurship. I asked some of them about their shocking journey from failure to freedom. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and you're listening to One Funnel Away Stories. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the One Funnel Away Stories podcast. We are super, super excited to bring on another One Funnel Away challenger with a super good success story. Uh, someone who took the challenge, implemented the teachings, saw the success, and uh, they're here to share their story with us. Um, and we're just super, super stoked. Today, we've got Jason Van Gardner. Jason, thank you for joining the podcast, man. Absolutely, man. Good to be here. Oh, uh, it's it's exciting to have you on here. Uh, funny story, Jason hit us up in a in a Facebook message. You know, you you hit us up. I got it over the weekend. I looked at it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, got to get him on the podcast. This is incredible. These are the types of stories, Jason, like that motivate me um, at ClickFunnels. You know, it's it, everyone says like, oh, I love my job or I don't love my job. You know, like everybody's got that. I love my job. And a big reason I love my job is because of the stories like yours that um, help motivate me to keep doing what I do for my full-time job. Like I, I enjoy being a part of that in some form or fashion, even if it's a small part. Um, but I love seeing the success stories and seeing the growth of entrepreneurs as they come in, take the challenge, and they continue on with the entrepreneurial journey. Um, so yeah, when I got that Facebook message, I was like, yeah, dude, this is this is one that's coming on the podcast. This is gonna be sweet. So, Jason, tell the tell the audience real quick, man. Um, when did you take the one funnel away challenge? Do you remember which date it was? I took the the first two challenge. So I think we started January the eleventh or like the second week of January. Yes, sir. Okay, so he was part of the. So this is our first interview with someone who's taken the two challenge. Um, and the, when I say two like the one funnel away challenge started back in September of two thousand and eighteen. Um, we needed to revamp the content. We needed to get things changed up a little bit so that we could have a little revamp of it. It had seen it had seen so much success, and Russell was like, "We've got to we've got to keep this thing rolling, but we've got to update the content." So we did. Um, he has a new format for it. So for all those who are interested, as you heard in the introduction. Go to onefunnelaway.com, check it out. Uh, the 2.0 version is awesome. So even if you've taken the challenge in the past, take the new one because it's a, it's a little bit more updated. The way that it's formatted um, is super, super cool. Jason was part of history, the first one that we did, January 11th. So this is going to be a really cool conversation. Now, did you already have a pre-existing business before uh, coming into the One Funnel Away Challenge? So I had a pre-existing business. Um I was, I'm a professor, so I've, I've taught in the university public speaking, effective communication for 20 plus years now. And from teaching, I went into doing coaching and consulting on the side. Um, it was just a, a crazy situation. When I first started teaching, um, at the end of my course, one of my adult, non-traditional students were like, hey, Professor Gardner, we, we love your class. We love how, you know, the energy. And they were like, you know, would you come in and actually do one of our annual retreats? And this person worked at a bank. And they were having their annual retreat up in Virginia at a real nice resort. They sent me the information. And I'm like, oh, man, that sounds like a good vacation and getaway. So when I went and did the retreat, they gave me a check at the end of the retreat. I was just doing what I normally do, having fun. I love people and enjoy just training and teaching. And they hand me a check at the end of the, the retreat. And I looked at the check. And I looked at what I was making a salary as a professor. And I was like, yo, I'm launching a new business today. So that's how that kind of got started. And it, 
Um, this has been, like I said, 20 years, but I never really focused on transitioning it online. So, you know, I, I end up, I joined one funnel away, like, man, maybe 2018. And I, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Shane, I have no clue how it like started. I think I just clicked on a button and next thing I know, I was in a one funnel away challenge. So it must have been an ad or something. It's, it's blurry. I'll just say it's blurred. <laughs> when I saw it at the time, I was like, I want to transition from going face to face because I love face to face. But I knew that at some point I needed to transition to, you know, the virtual online space. I just didn't have a clue of how to do that. I'm I'm kind of old, I'm old school. I like, you know, I'm not a big techie guy. I just love people face to face. So when I saw that, I was like, that meets and fits exactly what I'm looking for. But I have no clue what it's about. So when I uh, initially took the first challenge, I was like, yeah, this sounds cool. But I got, I'll be honest, I got really nervous because I was like, I don't know none of this tech stuff. So honestly, life started happening. Stuff was still going very good in my business face to face. And I was like, well, at least I, for the first time I've heard of the word funnel. That was a new vocabulary word. And I could throw it around in conversations, but I had no clue how they operated. So I really didn't do anything with it. Um, I might've got to day 15. And then I was like, man, st- life was happening and I didn't complete everything. But I, it always just stayed on the back of my mind. Like, I know that thing works. I know this is an effective platform. And I was like, look, at some point, I have it here. I know I'm going to have to pull it out. It's, it's so interesting because, like I said before, you, there's so many challengers that have done that. They came in, didn't finish it, but you had a good business. It was still rolling. Life was going fine. But for one reason or another, you came back to the 2.0. Maybe you saw an ad or something. You're like, okay, now the time is right. You come into there. And you're and you're you're gonna put your funnel together. Finally, you're gonna put, take your business onto the online space. Uh, couldn't be a better time to do it. I mean, the whole world, the climate of the world right now is kind of crazy. Uh, people, you know, everyone's going online. They they're kind of seeing that's the way to to optimize things. And it's for your coaching and consulting business. Now, what did you like about the 2.0 version? Did it catch your attention? Uh, this new one funnel away challenge. Man, I mean, it's I gotta be like night and day. So from what I remember from the first challenge. That was so brand new to me. Like that whole space, the whole online space was so brand new to me. But I knew at the time I was traveling and doing retreats. And my wife and I, when we would travel, it would be like a vacation. Uh, but I would be working. I'd go in and do a 45-minute session. And then we got like three days at a nice resort, you know, just training and, and speaking. So I was like, this is a great life. But we were, we were we didn't have any children. It was just us. So when we had my daughter three years ago, I was like, look, I don't want to travel. I want to make sure I see her every night. I want to kiss her before she go to bed. You know, I want to read her a bedtime story. And I was like, as much as these landscapes and the experience is awesome, I wanted to be home. So that couldn't be my full reality anymore. Now that I had my daughter. So we were like, you know, trying to find how can I get into this virtual online space? So even though I had took the first one from the way challenge and didn't complete it, I knew that this could work. The way they had it set up where it was so much belief at the beginning I was like, man, I, if it works for them, then I have to believe that it could work for me. Now, it wasn't the time period at that time, but I did end up uh, building a funnel. I had just wrote a book, and I was like, you know, it looks like they're saying the death of the website, so I don't need to put my book on the website. Let's just try to jump into this funnel thing. And I think in that one, it was like a two-pager. So it was, a, you know, the sales letter page and then, you know, the thank you page. So I actually created that part of it. But I never really understood the purpose of it or how it worked. I just got that part done. And I was like, if I go speak at a conference or if somebody says, hey, do you have a, 
a book or something, I could at least send them to that funnel to, to get that process. But I never really followed uh, through with it to understand how it actually operated. So when we got into the 2.0, I was in my comfort zone. I came in and I was like, look, I'll just take that funnel I've already, you know, I'm familiar with and I'll kind of add to that. But as I got into the funnel, it was probably day day five. Day five when they actually gave us like a template uh-huh. of Russell's funnel. And it was like six different pages. And I was like, I could take my stuff and put it over there, but I would be really comfortable. I turned the switch on and said, I want to get it. I want to submerge myself into this process and really learn what this one funnel way is about. So I, I just scrapped my whole book funnel and I was like, all right, what do I really need to do? And that's, I built my funnel around my experience of getting into one funnel away 2.0. So it was a huge difference because um, I had heard about Russell. I didn't caught a couple of clips, but when he came on um, the live and I'm looking, I'm like, okay, this is like real life. This is not a, a automation. It's not a program. This is real life. And the energy from that, I just really connected to it. And I was like, look, let, let's, let's take down all the, you know, the pre-concepts and my thoughts, and let's just really dig into what this is. So I committed at that time, like I'm going 30 days strong, regardless, like uh, regardless of what I wasn't expecting, what comes out of it. I said, I'm going to lock in for these 30 days. Man, I love that too. The energy, um, that that's one thing I kept telling everybody in the One Funnel Away Challenge, the challengers like knew this. Russell going live during the January 11th challenge, it, it taught us all a lot, like even the employees, like, you can build a course out if you go live. I mean, because sure. then you have the content and we've, we've been re- like utilizing that content, repurposing that content that he did during lives to the new challenges that are coming forward. Like he built out a course essentially right in front of our eyes. Um, yes. And it was really cool to watch. Plus the energy, like he said, was just super, super awesome. Uh, did you have a chance to come to the consulting calls that were in the middle of the day at times? Um, Man, like the live I, implementation calls? I tried not to miss anything. Yeah. And, you know, when we get into what my challenge was, I'll tell you what, what took place during that time period. But when I locked in at the beginning, I was like, look, whatever they're offering, I'm going to be at everything. So then at the end, if it doesn't work, if it, you know, if if nothing happens out of it, then I can say, well, I gave it everything I had. I, I committed to the 30 days. I did the coaching calls. I checked out the tech calls and coming in, not really understanding that language, but having it in the back of my mind from the first time it was like, I'm just going to lock in. So whatever uh, was in the one funnel away challenge, I was going to lock into it. I was up to, you know, three, four or five o'clock at night because I still work. You know, I'm still a consultant um, in my regular business and I had that going on. But I was like, I'm going to make sure I lock in. And at the end of it, if I look around and it's nothing there, at least I can look in the mirror with integrity and say, hey, I did my part. I ran hard through those 30 days. I respect that because I, I've told people, Jason, I, I tell people all the time, like for the 30 days that you're in here, like everyone's in the challenge for one reason or another, right? They might have a full-time job. They might be, they might be laid off or something in the climate of the world. We've seen a couple of people that got laid off. They lost their jobs. And so now they're just trying to build something online. Uh, we've seen people that, you know, that's a side hustle and they just kind of want to put something on it. They're coming from all walks of life. Uh, but I always tell them, I'm like, listen, it's a challenge, not a cakewalk. It's, it's a challenge for a reason. I always say that. And then I'm like, Hey, if, if you dedicate yourself for this next month, like just like if you were to go to the gym, you want to lose weight or whatever it may be, you have a fitness goal, you know, sometimes you're going to have to take two hours out of the day. Like I'm going to have to wake up early to go to the gym. That's out of my normal routine, but I've got to do it. But if you do that for the full 30 days, like I, I can promise you because I've seen people like yourself who have done that, done the work and the shift from day one to the very end, if you do the work, 
it's awesome. And it's only 30 days. I know it's a lot of work in 30 days, but it's only 30 days to just really dedicate because then you'll build the foundation, the momentum that you need going forward. So with that being said, you mentioned you had gone to all these things, like you, you had attended the coaching calls, the consulting calls, um, the tech calls when they were available which is all awesome. These are great benefits to the One Funnel Away Challenge. You get to hear Russell's trainings. You get to do the homework, but you also have access to our um, One Funnel Away team. So for anyone listening, you know, Jason took advantage of those, those benefits that we have in the One Funnel Away Challenge. But what were some of the struggles that you came into? Because everybody comes in there with a lot of momentum. They're excited. They're hyped. But then stuff happens from time to time. Maybe they, they miss a day or two because of this or that. Um, and then they get behind and they think they can't do it. Whatever it is, you hit walls. What were some of the struggles that you hit and how did you overcome those? Yeah, so I think Shane, you said it and uh, Russell said it in one of the live sessions that really just, you know, kind of set my mindset from the beginning. He was very intentional about saying this is a challenge, right? So understanding this is a challenge, it was like, okay, this is not going to be a cakewalk. I think we had over like 5,000 people that had originally signed up. So when we were going live, I'm sitting there watching, you know, how many people coming on and every day. You know, that number started changing and I made that commitment, like regardless of who's here or who's not here, I saw the value very early and uh, pulling off a hundred dollars for this type of training. Now I have an undergrad, a master's, I've done doctoral work, I've done certifications and I promise you, I have not had that much information in in that uh, amount of time for a hundred dollars, like not even close. So my mindset was, I am very high on education and learning. So when I saw this come through and then what was available, it was a no brainer for me. So I was like, it's going to be a challenge, but I'm locking into that challenge because I know if I can get through it on the other side of it, it's going to be some type of result. I knew I was going to be different at the end of it. So I was like, look, it's a challenge. So every time I hit a wall or something came up, I was like, okay, Jason, this is a challenge. It's not a cakewalk. This is not just a walk in the park. It's a challenge. And that kept reminding me um, that when I got hit with some struggles, I was like, all right, this is a challenge. And one of the challenges or struggles for me, it was simply the perfectionism, right? And I'm, I'm kind of that, I'm that type of person historically, if I'm going to record, if you're talking about cameras or something like that, I like to be in a studio. I want to have a camera crew and an editing team. And I'm like, you know, if it doesn't look commercial ready, then like, I don't even want to be a part of it. I but something happened seeing him live and seeing how much stuff was changing and it was just so raw that I was like, when somebody really wants your content, they don't even focus on those distractions, right? So it took me from this place of like, all right, everything got to be perfect and in place. And I'm like, no, nah, people need to hear from you. They need to hear your content. They need, if you have a passion or a message, something you want to share, the people that really want to hear that, they won't be distracted by the other stuff. They're looking for your content, your, your, your personality, your spirit, your passion. They don't care about what type of camera you have and all that. Russell will pull out his uh, cell phone and start shooting. I'm like, that's the real, like, that's real life. Like, we really looking at how he's doing this. And it built my belief um, around not trying to be perfect. And once I got over that hump of being per uh, perfectionism, then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make sure I complete it. So my word, the grammatical might be wrong on some of my, my funnel the videos may be a little, you know, not the most uh, nice and neat, but I was like, look, I'm going to make sure I have something. And uh, Russell said something that really stood out. He was like, this is not your million dollar funnel. I like, okay, this is not my million dollar funnel. This is my potato gun funnel. This is just, you know, he, he, he said something like, look, you just need to get in here so that you know what you, 
what this is about. Get your hands dirty. And instead of trying to pick it and make it nice and neat, he's like, just get your hands dirty. So when I committed to that around the first week, couple of days, I was like, look, by the time we finish, I'm going to make sure I always have stuff completed. So it wasn't about perfection anymore. I wasn't pursuing perfection. I started pursuing completion. And that became my whole drive was to make sure that I could complete, complete, complete. So the challenge, uh, the struggle that came with that was those late nights. I still got, I have a three-year-old. <laughs> I got, I have work. Um, at the time, um, la- at the end of last year, I was just in a bad car accident and I was, you know, under concussion protocol and rehab for like two to three months. And I'm talking about, I'm a high charge, high energy type going person. And my accident made me like just sit down and like relax. And I hadn't done that all of my life. So for the first time having to just sit and rest and try to make my brain not do anything, that was a challenge. But once this challenge started, it was when I started waking up like that, that drive and passion and stuff just started falling back into place. So this was like my first uh, outlet to see what do I have, what's in me. So that was a struggle. That was a huge challenge just from a medical side. I was going to rehab in the process of that. I'll I'll be doing my physical therapy with my ear pods in. And, you know, I I tell my physical therapist, like, look, I'm on a a coaching call right now. Right. So, you know, I might have to give you a hold on for a second every once in a while. But, you know, I'm going to make sure I get it in with you. But I wanted to make sure I was always present, showing up, being accountable to my words. So those were some of the challenges that I had to the point where I got sick (laughs) on week three. Well, my body just shut down. Like um, it was a Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I just did nothing. I just had to rest. And I was like, if I can get a little bit of rest, Monday come back around, I'm going to jump back on it. But my body like literally just crashed. Like I was burning it on every end, but I made that commitment. This is a challenge. Like warriors, when you go through a challenge or if you're a gamer, when you go through a challenge, it's like, all right, I got a choice. Do I let up? fold up or do I just dig in and really finish and I had made that commitment to just finish man I respect that a lot um from you Jason so I mean for anybody who is listening to this uh prior to five minutes ago who said they have an excuse um (laughs) maybe that's eliminated now uh hopefully it is I love that it it is a challenge we obviously hopefully we don't hope for you to get sick in the middle of the challenge because of how (laughs) intense it is but um I think you had like a lot of uh, external situations happening too, just, but you got it done. You made a commitment. I love that. Uh, you know, it, just to use a sports metaphor, you know, I love sports and, and maybe some people here listen to this, they don't care, but the sport of boxing is one of my favorites as a former boxer. And, you know, my coaches used to t- teach us a lot of life lessons, you know, you're in the ring and uh, sometimes it's going well for you. And sometimes you get caught across the chin with a, a good punch, or you get popped with a jab that just makes your nose bleed. And it doesn't necessarily hurt you, but your nose is bleeding. So now you can't breathe properly. Then things start to happen. And you're like, Oh, this isn't as comfortable as I once was. Yeah. So you're no, you're no longer comfortable. You got a little pressure on you. Um, but the best way to go about it is you don't move backwards. Um, and in fact, it's the exact opposite. You know, you tuck your chin, you look forward and you still throw punches. What a lot of people will see in the sport of boxing is people that get uncomfortable that aren't trained well, and they don't have the mental toughness is they, they move backwards and they stop throwing punches. It's the worst thing you could do is just to take punches. You gotta, you gotta keep moving forward. Uh, and I said this a lot during the challenge. I'm a firm believer in no pressure, no diamonds. I mean, yeah. that's how you create diamonds is with pressure. And it it's not saying that this challenge is like, just keep that in mind, guys. You're not all going to get sick. Um, Jason was going 100 miles an hour, 110 miles an hour for the full 30 days. I mean, that's that's kind of what happened. But 
it is designed to kind of put you outside of your comfort zone. So when you get uncomfortable, are you going to move forward and, and continue to exchange punches, if you will, in the metaphor of sports, or um, are you going to back up? I would encourage you guys to do what Jason did, like do what you can. You got to get rest, get rest, but like move forward and continue to, to do that because that's where you will learn. Um, Jason, I have a question for you, man. What, yes. what, uh, I mean, there's probably a couple missions in there. Like, cause you had, you talked about your education background and so forth, which by the way, I'm, I'm a communication major. One of my favorite classes when I went through all of college was professional speaking. It was mm-hmm. public and professional speaking. The reason I loved it. One, I love pu- public speaking, but two, I love being outside of my comfort zone because he made us do so many crazy mm-hmm. things in that class that like, I still remember it to this day. I don't really care about a lot of the other classes I, I took during school, but that was one one of my favorites because I utilize it to this day. Like I had to get up and uh, do a radio ad as, as in Justin Bieber's voice, and like Perfect. things like that, and it, just random things that we had to do. You got, you got a recording of that somewhere? We would love. No, to hear. I will never <laughs> put that on air. That's never going out anywhere. It was super embarrassing, um, but it did. It put me outside of my comfort zone, and I learned a lot because of that. Uh, but. You had all this education background. You come in here and you even mentioned there's a lot of knowledge, there's a lot of information to be be shared in that for the price point, especially. Was there any mission in particular that kind of stuck out to you like aha moment where the light bulb goes off where you know you're like, Oh, I didn't know that before, but I'm gonna implement this and take take my business to the next level? Well, it goes back to the fact of just doing it. Like that was the biggest Lesson. There's a lot of so it takes you a little while to get used to the verbiage and some of the language and the vocabulary. Well, you can get really lost in some of the alphabet words and uh, some of the technical words. But uh, Russell just kept really pushing this whole concept around. You know, just do it. You can always go back and redo it, but just do it. That lesson was so significant. And then, oh man, y'all brought in Rachel, <laughs> another one. You know, like DJ Khaled and another one. When Rachel hit the stage with her marketing conversation, like that was my that was probably my biggest deficiency was marketing. You put me on stage or you put me in a classroom or you that was my strength. Right. That was actually my comfort zone. But when you talk about the marketing side or the technical side, I was like, well, I don't know. how. I'll just get somebody else to do it. And I had always handcuffed myself because if I had to get somebody else to do it, that meant it would slow me down. Everybody don't run at the same speed. Right. So I was like, well, man, if I have to wait for somebody that's going to delay something, then it makes you not want to, you know, lose your your pace because you're waiting on somebody else. But when she came in and laid out the simplistic uh, formula about the audience, the message, I'm like, man, we like for real, this is a hundred bucks. Like I'm looking for my credit card and I'm like, man, I need to just send them, you know, some money just to say thank you. Let me do y'all accept tips. You know, I want to leave a tip because I'm like. The information and the content that she brought, it balanced out where my comfort, it brought me out of my comfort zone. So I was, I was comfortable here with what I do, but that area was so far out that she made me grow because she gave some really simplistic tips, techniques of what to do, how to really help your, your Facebook page and create a Facebook page and the purpose of all that. And then the simplistic formula of the strategy of what to actually do. And I'm like, man, I can do that. And that was the biggest thing, that belief factor of she didn't come with no major concept that was going to blow your mind. It was just like these are simple things that you can do, and those consistent actions are going to get you to this. And all I did, I didn't do anything special through this challenge. I just followed the script. I stuck to the script. 
man. So two things to to touch base on. I love that, man. I, I love hearing it from the customers because obviously as employees of the company and, and being in this, you know, I see that and I know what what's effective and what's not and whatnot, but like, it's cool to hear from a customer's perspective who's going through it. Uh, first thing I want to touch base on is Rachel. I love that you talk. Russell had this idea. He's like, we need to bring on like we took, his whole concept of letting the market speak to you. Like he always talks about that. Like let the market tell you. And then if you need to adjust your funnel and your, your value ladder or whatever it may be, let the market tell you what you need. That's kind of what he did. In fact, no, it's not kind of, it is what he did. Like we did the whole one funnel away challenge before we knew what the the pain points were for certain customers. And we knew that like marketing from the Facebook side of things and and those little tiny tips and tricks that Rachel kind of provided um, that was missing in the last one funnel away. And so we needed to bring on an expert. Russell talks about the who, not the how, he mm-hmm. always talks about like finding your who. Well, Rachel's the who. Like th- that's the who. That's the person who knows how to not only doesn't doesn't just have the knowledge, but knows how to articulate that right. um, in a way that's super comprehensible. Like I, for me, I'm like, oh, okay, because you got to speak in layman's terms to me. Like ask any of my family members. Like when when my sister, who's a who's an educator, um, talks to me, um, the second she uses a big word I don't understand, I stop listening because I'm one mm-hmm. of those people. But they have to use layman's terms. And I'm with you. Like when Rachel was, we were learning it alongside the customers on this first one funnel away because it was live. And so Mm -hmm. when she was teaching, I'm like, Oh my, like, wow, this is incredible. Like, Holy cow. Um, And then the second thing to touch base on you, you mentioned the vocabulary. So there's, I'm not sure currently Jason, if you've seen our glossary that we created, uh, but because we were creating it as the the challenge, but we did that for a reason because um, there is a lot of verbiage and terminology that um, can be a little bit intimidating at times for people that not, aren't in the marketing space, aren't on the digital online space. Um, so we have a glossary. So for any challenges that are coming in, uh, we do have a glossary that we use. That's just like, hey, what does this mean when Russell says OTO or customer mm-hmm. avatar or offer hacking, funnel hacking? What's the average cart value, like uh, potential cart value, the differences between those? Like we have a couple of those things written down on a on a glossary page for people because, yeah, again, we let the market speak to us. We're trying to learn and, and piece things together in this course um, the best way possible to set people up for success. Because, yeah, like it, there's a lot of people like your, yourself that were like, OK, I don't understand it all. I'm going to do the work and I'll learn it as we go. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it can be a little intimidating at times. Jason, the question that people want to know is, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing you because, you know, you've had some success here, but you don't have to tell numbers or figures or anything of that nature. But we do want to know like the, the length of time, because some people are like, well, cool. I've seen a lot of people make money, um, yada, yada, yada. And they'll ask that question. Like, I know I can build a funnel, but maybe I can generate leads, but can I actually make money doing it? Um, and we have the one comma club award, which is the first $1,000 generated through a sales funnel. That's, that's what we do through one funnel away. Now, ClickFunnels has the two comma club award for those who make a million dollars. Um, and that's like the big fancy one, but we want to get your first win. Like the first major mm-hmm. accomplishment is first getting a sale. And then you get to the next milestone, like the one comic club award, let's get you a thousand dollars. And then you can build off that momentum. Um, first off, did you make a thousand dollars through your sales funnel? I did. Okay. Okay. And we won't go into deep. You don't have to give <laughs> figures or anything. So yes. How long did it take you to generate a thousand dollars? So the challenge ended on, I think the 11th. Um, and I made, I had, it was weird. They, um, one day they had told us to launch the funnel, like the last week of the challenge. They were like, just launch the funnel, right? And I didn't have all the back pages done, but Russell's like, just, you know, launch your funnel. You got to get something out there. And then in the coaching calls, uh, Lee and Eli and Morak, shout out to all of them and Nicole. Um, shout out, you guys were amazing. Like we, I definitely couldn't have done any of this uh, without you guys. And that's the reason why I shot the email 
Um, it was just to say thank you. It wasn't to get on the podcast, but it was just to say, guys, I appreciate you. And um, I appreciate this opportunity. But they were just like, just get it done. Have something done. We can always edit. So when I launched the funnel, like the end of the fourth, uh, towards the middle of the fourth week, somebody actually got in my funnel and played around and bought the offer and the book. And I was like, like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> like, uh, I thought I thought I was in test mode. Or I, you know, I didn't know it was, they said live, but I didn't know like live, live, like people could really get to it. So I saw that and it, it, it put a different fire under me because I had that, I had this initial belief, like I believe it works for somebody else, but you don't get into that personal belief until you have experienced it yourself. So I had a strong desire to one experience it myself, but I hadn't had it yet. So when somebody went in there and I looked at the email and it wasn't my mama or my cousin, you know, it wasn't somebody that I knew. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, this, this thing is live and working. It made me go back and the, the things that weren't completed, it put motivation and fire under me to, all right, I got to get this done now because somebody is dependent on me. Somebody believed in me enough to say, hey, I'm, I'm clicking and going through this. This content is something that I want. It put motivation and fire behind me to go and actually like get all get get the rest of it done, right? So that first one was just to order uh, my product, my framework, and the bump product. I went back the next day, and somebody else got in there, and they got the the order, the um, just the initial offer. And I'm like, how is this happening? And then I remembered I was doing exactly the process that they were telling me to do. I was just doing that. And then a week after the uh, challenge ended, um, somebody got in my funnel and they went, they went hamstring on it. They just, they pulled it, they popped everything in the funnel. And I was like, wait a minute. Saturday, I'm sitting in my bathrobe, playing with my daughter, watching, uh, uh, what, what is it? Give a mouse a cookie. You know, we, we sitting there chilling. And I was like, well, let me go down and check my emails real quick and I'll be right back. I get down there, I pull up my laptop, I pull up my, my ClickFunnels account, and you know how it shows your sales. And I looked at it, and the first thing I did was I looked up in the right corner, like, am I in the right account? <laughs> did I hack somebody else's account? I know this is, you know, you can hack a funnel, but did I hack somebody's account? And I looked and I saw, and I was like, this is my account. And I just hit the the one comma club. That was my goal. I wanted to, to have some type of result because ultimately my goal was to be able to do something so that I can share to other people that, yo, this thing works. It don't matter what anybody say to me. You, I can't read a, a, a article or feedback that say it doesn't work. My personal belief, because I've experienced it, it's game now. It's game going. I believe that it works, and nobody can say, you know, uh, convince me otherwise because I saw that personal uh, belief. Oh, man, that is what I'm talking about. And that is so relatable to other people. People, like, that's what I like talking to you, Jason, because that's what a lot – I'm sure, like, people who have gotten their first sale, they, they don't, you know – quick glance at the screen i actually make they click the email was this just mom dad one of my friends oh this is actually somebody who came through from something else i don't know how they came through maybe it was a video i did on facebook i don't know like you start thinking about it you're like maybe i did a podcast and they came through a link and stuff like that but it's that you're like oh this works like it, it clicks and it starts to it starts to roll you know this is super super cool to hear uh because it shows that you put the work in you've, you've built the foundation um it's starting to show it's, it's starting to pay dividends now like you're seeing it um, I want to I want to get the piece of advice from you, Jason, for anybody out there. We ask the customers this. There might be people that are just in the challenge right now and they, they might be struggling or not fully understanding, like if this can work for them or they might just be on the fence. I always say like they're, they're sitting there like, ah, 
they might be listening to this podcast and they're like, I, can it work for me? Can it not work for me? I, I think it sounds cool. It's cool what Jason went through. That's super cool mm-hmm. for him. What would your advice be for these people that are thinking about it? Like, is it worth it? Is the one funnel away challenge worth it? So for those who may be still sitting in this place of question, when I first learned about this second, I signed up the, the day before the one funnel away 2.0 actually launched. I kept getting emails because my name's in the system. So I kept getting emails, getting email. And I was like, I saw, I said, all right, it's going to be live. All right, let's go ahead and do it. You know, the, the first one that I did a couple of years ago, hey, it was good enough. I, you know, I enjoyed it. But I was like, this one is live. I, I jumped on it. And I was at a place. I don't know if y'all have ever been on this type of journey. Um, I was on a journey where I was stuck between two states. You get on the highway, you're driving, and it's that line where you're between two states. I was between the state of confusion and the state of frustration. And that's where the one funnel away found me, between those, found me between those two states because I knew that I needed to do something different. I wanted a larger platform. I wanted my message to be heard. I wanted to, to, I knew something was great inside of me. I knew I had a message, but I didn't know how to get it out there. So when I made the decision and jumped into it, I said, you know what? The biggest thing I need to do is just simply commit to it. Nothing just happens just to happen. If, if you're ever going to go from where you are to where you desire to be in life, it's not going to just happen. If that was the case, everybody would be there. It's like when you get on a marathon race. Everybody start at the start line, but only few cross the tape. And those are the ones that get the residuals and the rewards from doing the work. So when we look at the course of our life, what have we done up until this point? Do we have the results that we truly desire? Are we at the place where we truly desire? And I had to check myself. You know, the only thing that stops you from a great life is a good life. Things were going good, but I knew I was searching for greatness. So when this came across, the thing that I would really pour or encourage people is you got to look into the mirror and look at yourself and say, hey, am I doing what it is? I know that I'm truly supposed to be doing. Russell talks about this, you know, being a call. I think that's very deep. I think we all are called to do something in life, but only few actually answer the phone when it's called. So for this, if you're like, hey, I need to answer this call. I didn't got a couple of redials and people, you know, the call kept coming and I'm like, ah, ignore, ignore. But when you're ready to answer the call, this is the place to get you started. It's not the finale, but it at least gets you in the game. It's the challenge that gets you to break off your comfort zone and your fear and actually get involved in something. Man, that's deep. And I hope everybody who's listening takes those words and, and acts. That, that's so awesome. Learn it here, like from Jason. I mean, he's been there. He did the work. He's seeing it. So he knows what he's talking about. It's not just a bunch of motivation. It's it's actually like implemented stuff that he's done to see the reward. So again, Jason, I just want to say thank you, man, for for sharing your story with us here on One Funnel Away Stories and uh, being willing to kind of put in the work and then continuing on. I, I do have a question. Are you going to be making it to Funnel Hacking Live? I'm in there. Okay. <laughs> I, we got, I think, uh, Two Comma Club Live is coming up. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. I got the family involved with that. We're going to put it on the screen. We're going to make it a family event. Um, and then when Funnel Hacking Live coming up, I have some specific goals that I want to be at by the time we get there. But most importantly, because I believe in the concept and the system, whatever's coming out that's being offered, I'm game for it. I'm into it. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And again, it goes back to you have to, you got to challenge your comfort zone. You know, it, it's easy to get comfortable. And that's what I actually, I ended up switching from my book funnel to create information and content around how to just crush the comfort zone. You can't just step out of it a little bit because things get uncomfortable. It's too easy to jump back in. So I built my whole funnel around encouraging myself. It's my journey. 
so that I can share with other people how to get from where you are to where you want to get to. And you get there by just simply saying, look, man, let's just crush this comfort zone. Let's smash it so that we can move forward. Oh, I love it, man. And Jason, I look forward to it. If, if, you, if you come to an event where I happen to be there, you come say what's up. I always love talking to people in person. So I'm looking forward to one day being able to meet you in person. But uh, for now, I mean, it was good chatting with you here on the podcast. And uh, keep crushing it. And we'll see you soon at Funnel Hacking Live when you're walking across the stage with the Two Comic Club Award. I love it. I love it. As I always sign off, tell people, keep shining and keep grinding. Shane, I appreciate you, brother. Continue to do what you do. Appreciate you, man. Take care. And everybody else, hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll chat with you later. If you want to be part of the journey and create your own story that can be shared just like this one, then sign up at onefunnelaway.com to get started with the next One Funnel Away Challenge. We have a new challenge coming up very soon, and we want you to be part of it. This is where you'll learn the strategies and build the foundations of funnel building, along with understanding the basic principles of traffic so you can fill your funnels with paying clients. The coolest part, we do this all in 30 days time. It doesn't matter if you're an established business owner, a nine to five worker looking for additional income, an affiliate marketer, or someone who's completely new to the entrepreneurial game, it doesn't matter. Regardless of where you're coming from, you need to be here in order to take yourself to the next level. So again, head over to onefunnelaway.com to sign up and we'll see you in the challenge.